This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, no, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Wednesday, July the 13th, 2022. Headlines is a one-stop shop podcast that gives you everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling so you can get back to your day. We scour all the social media websites and wrestling websites to give you a comprehensive, detailed look at everything happening in the world of wrestling. Remember, Headlines is available anywhere fine podcasts are made available and it's absolutely free. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump right right into the headlines. Over on E-Wrestling News, Ryan Clark is writing in this hour, Dustin Rhodes will not be backstage at AEW's Dynamite TV tapings tonight. Now, Dustin Rhodes is not backstage at tonight's AEW Fighter Fest Night 1. Earlier today, the AEW star took to Twitter to reveal that he's home dealing with an illness. He wrote, and I quote on social media, not at AEW Dynamite Fighter Fest tonight. I am super sick at home. Y'all tune in to TBS at 8 p.m. 7 Central. For more information on Dustin Rhodes, continue to follow him on social media and continue to follow Ryan Clark on eWrestling News. Ryan Clark is also writing in this hour for eWrestling News. Booker T discusses his recent in-ring return, talks Harlem Heat potentially taking on FTR. Booker T made his long in-ring return at a Reality of Wrestling event that happened this past weekend. The former WWE star was spotted touring with his team 
Harlem Heat during a tag team 10-man match. Now, during the latest edition of his Hall of Fame podcast, the five-time champion commented on whether he's planning to work any additional matches or any additional tag team matches. He said, and I quote, Well, we'll see. Maybe Harlem Heat versus FTR in the future. Hang around to see what happens next. For more information on Harlem Heat, Booker T, and Stevie Ray, continue following Ryan Clark on E-Wrestling News. David Esposito is writing in today. Paul White weighs in on bigger wrestlers needing time to adjust and working with Satnam Singh and AEW. AEW talent Paul White was interviewed by muscle man Malcolm for The Sportster while he was discussing working with Satnam Singh in AEW and on developing his career. Now, one thing that White talked about particularly on not wanting a wrestler to be pressured into becoming the next big giant. He would go on to say in a quote, that's the burden I wouldn't want to put on anyone's shoulders to be a giant. I remember I used to get stuck with that all the time back in the day. No one wants to be, even though it was my character. The next Andre the Giant, no one wants that type of burden. I think Omos is doing a great job in the way he was introduced and the way he's been brought along. I think AJ Styles has done a great job of helping him build him, and so has Bobby Lashley. Omos just needs to get more reps in. He's, that's the big thing when it comes to wrestlers. They just need more time. Now, as far as Satnam Singh goes, Satnam Singh is like 7 feet 2 inches tall, maybe about 360 pounds, White said. He's an awesome athlete, an ex-basketball player, and he's got good footwork in the ring for being a big guy. He's got big hands. Heck, he's got the whole nine yards. I've worked with him a little bit in the past few weeks in the ring, and he's really picking up things fast. But again, he's still green. These big guys need time, they just need to get reps, and they shouldn't have any pressures on them when it comes to being labeled a giant. For more information on what Paul White has to say, continue to follow E-Wrestling News, and David Esposito has more. David Esposito is also writing in at this hour, Rocket Khan is standing trial after this month. And there is more on that. Araka Khan will stand trial later this month on charges that she's been facing for a few years now. PW Insider reported that Khan, a.k.a. Trencha Danval, is set to go on trial on July 22nd for charges that she interfered with child custody and aggravated kidnapping facilitation that happened in El Paso, Texas. Tomorrow, a status conference will be held to hear the case. Now, it was originally indicted. She was originally indicted in August of 2019, but she no-showed two court appearances and had her bail revoked. She was officially arraigned in December of that year. Now, the case was delayed eight times due to the pandemic. For more information on this former WWE and TNA star, continue to follow David Esposito as he will have more information on the latest. David Esposito is also writing at this hour, WWE Next in Line signee has been accused of sexual assault and was dismissed from the Oklahoma State wrestling team. Now, a member of WWE's NIL, which stands for Next in Line program, has been dismissed from his wrestling team at Oklahoma State University amid an investigation into sexual assault. The Ocali reports that AJ Ferrari has been released from the school's wrestling team on Monday, which was confirmed by the pistol firing blog. Now, 
Ferrari was announced to be part of WWE's NIL, Next in Line class, for December 2021. Now, the dismissal from the wrestling team comes after Ferrari was accused of sexual assault. Stillwater Police Department announced on Wednesday that they're still investigating a report that was made on July 2nd around 4 o'clock p.m. Now, the case is currently still, as we said, under investigation, and as of July the 5th, the Stillwater woman who filed the police report against Ferrari is still moving forward with it. For more information on this setback for a next in line combatant in WWE, continue following David Esposito as he will give you more. Ryan Clark is also writing at this hour, WWE wins two awards. The bump has a new video and The Rock's daughter. WWE recently won two hashtag sports awards for best NIL program, which is next in line, and the best engagement through NFTs on digital collectibles. You can find that if you follow hashtag sports as they congratulate WWE. Congratulations on the winner, best NIL program, as they have posted all of their congratulatory statements on social media. Now, with that being said, you can also check out the latest edition of WWE's The Bump episode, which features Shawn Michaels, Braun Breaker, and Mandy Rose. For those of you who are very excited about The Rock's daughter, Yahoo News is running a piece looking at The Rock's daughter, Simone Johnson, also known as Ava Rain, making her debut in WWE NXT live events this past weekend. You can check out everything by following the links. For more information on all of this, continue following David Esposito and continue following E-Wrestling News as they will have continuing coverage on all of this. Ryan Clark's also writing at this hour, the Young Bucks hype AEW Dynamite match. Now, according to a report from PW Insider, Baby Doll will be returning to the NWA for the 74th anniversary pay-per-view that will be happening this weekend in St. Louis, Missouri. Now, prior to the match, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland and Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks will be competing on a triple threat match tonight for the AEW World Tag Team titles against the Young Bucks. Now, they also took to Twitter by saying the following, tonight on AEW Dynamite, we go triple or nothing. Nobody has done this at a high level as we have, as long as we have in the history of this business. Tonight, we will make our mark on our first successful title defense of many to come. Now, the Young Bucks are never short of confidence. If they are able to win this, this will definitely put them in line to another match with FTR. For more information on this, continue following Ryan Clark as he will give you more. Ryan Clark's also writing at this hour, Claudio Castelli reveals why he decided ultimately to join AEW and turn down WWE. AEW star Claudio Castelli recently spoke with Sports Illustrated's Justin Barso to discuss the WWE departure and taking the high road. Additionally, Castanoli commented on the reason why he decided to sign with All Elite Wrestling and his desire to face new challengers. Now, there are some highlights from this interview. Here's the first, on taking the high road with WWE. He went on to say, and I quote, It can be hard to take the high road, but that's the road I'm going to take. All the memories, they matter. I'm grateful for everyone and everything that I've accomplished in all those opportunities with that company. They made me work so hard hard and to get better. Once I left, I knew I wanted more and I wanted to continue to go. I just didn't know where it would happen. There was also a time for me that I needed to take a break mentally to recharge and to come back better. My goal is always to be as good as I can and to be better than what I guessed yesterday and better to be tomorrow. I want to be even better than people ever have remembered me. Now, on the ultimate decision to sign with AEW, he would go on to say, I came to AEW for new challenges. That's why I fit perfectly with the Blackpool Combat Club. Now, you either set up or you get stepped on. I love coming in with the Blackpool Combat Club because those are the type of guys that I've known for such a long time.
a long time. I know they have my back no matter what. I feel as if there's something clicking here in AEW. It doesn't feel like it's only been a couple of weeks. I'm extremely excited to find out what the future holds. For more information on Claudio Castanoli and why he decided to join AEW, continue following Ryan Clark as he will have more information on eWrestling News. Ryan Clark's also writing at this hour, Jonas says he wants to prove himself in the G1 Climax Tournament. Let's find out what he has to say. Former WWE star Jonah, formerly known as Bronson Reed, has recently was interviewed by NJPW1972.com to discuss his involvement in the upcoming G1 Climax Tournament and wanting to prove himself. Now, when he was talking specifically about Jay White, he said this, Jay's the top guy in New Japan Pro Wrestling now. If you're not striving to be the top guy, you shouldn't be in the business. And so, he's the guy that I ultimately want to face. Now, his comments on returning to Japan for the first time since 2017. He would go on to say, I want them to know that I live up to my nickname. I am the top dog, the best big man in the wrestling business today. I've grown so much as a competitor and now I'm through so many aspects of my life. I'm through all my time in WWE as well. This is officially a new chapter in the book of Jonah and I want to be showing something new, a new side of myself, not just for my fans, but the Japanese audience as well. If you'd like to find out more about what Jonah has to say, continue following eWrestling News and they will have the latest. Ryan Clark's also writing in at this hour. The Butcher is interested in Orange Cassidy working on a DJ set against a metal dude. Now, during a recent appearance on the Sessions with Renee podcast, AEW star, The Butcher commented on doing some work in the music industry prior to getting into pro wrestling. The Butcher says that he was no longer with his band. He does have an idea that he wants to do music and he wants to work maybe with Orange Cassidy to work as a DJ, and maybe he could work with a metal dude. He would say this, and I quote, Now that the band is done, I'm not currently working on music. My brain is still there, and it wants to work. I have this cool thing that I want to do with wrestlers and my band friends, and kind of do some shows wherever it can happen. It's like a band guy versus a wrestler guy, and maybe we should have a DJ in there as well. I'll MC the whole thing as well. You never know. There might be some wrestlers out there that have some personalities on the microphone as well. There's just so many band dudes out there that love just grabbing a guitar and just playing. If you'd like to find out more about what the butcher had to say about maybe mixing wrestling and music together now that he has more free time since his band has ended, follow Ryan Clark's article on eWrestling News. Santana and Ortiz are making news today. Ryan Clark is writing at this hour. Santana and Ortiz are reportedly not on good terms. Now, during the latest edition of Keeping It 100 podcast with Conan, he revealed that the AEW star Santana and Ortiz are not good on terms these days. There have been rumors in recent months that something may be up because the two haven't wrestled a tag team match since February. Additionally, they aren't often even next to each other in segments when they're on TV, especially on Dynamite and Rampage. Conan would go on to say yes, they are not on good terms with one another. Santana also seems to be hinting he may be leaving AEW in the near future once his contract is done. Back in April, he sent a tweet that simply said 126 days. If this contract were to expire from that day, tweet was sent out, he would become a free agent on September the 1st. With more information on Santana and Ortiz's situation, continue to follow eWrestling News as there will be more information forthcoming. Booker T gives some advice to Shotzi Blackheart after she 
deactivates her Twitter account. But what did the Hall of Famer have to say? Just last week, WWE superstar Shotzi Blackheart deactivated her Twitter account after receiving a ton of criticism following her botched spots during the women's title match at Money in the Bank. Now, as you know, Booker T likes to chime in on all the latest news of the week, as he does typically on his Hall of Fame podcast. Booker T said Shotzi needs to get back up on her horse and ignore the criticism. He would say this in a quote, they're going to make their comments, but my advice to Shotzi is get right back up on your horse. You cannot let the internet world distract you from going out there and being you. Mistakes are something that are always going to be made. For more information on this, continue following E-Wrestling News and Ryan Clark as he will have more information on Shotzi Blackheart and Hall of Famer Booker T. Ryan Clark is also writing at this hour, Roman Reigns is not advertised for 2022 WWE Extreme Rules pay-per-view and some people are wondering why. WWE officially has begun advertising for the 2022 Extreme Rules pay-per-view, which will take place from the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia on October the 8th. Now, in the promotional material, current WWE undisputed world champion Roman Reigns is not featured. The official poster for the event, which is available, you will see that Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Rhea Ripley, and Matt Riddle are the ones that are focused on. Now, back in May, Roman Reigns signed a new WWE contract, and it was indicated that he would have far less dates during the year. For more information on what exactly is going to be happening with Extreme Rules, Ryan Clark has more of this trending right now over on e-wrestling news. Tony Khan is making news right now. The very outspoken AEW CEO and owner wants to let everybody know he's going to reveal when the AEW All-Atlantic title will be defended where and when. AEW president and CEO Tony Khan was a recent guest on My Mom's Basement podcast to discuss the plans for the All-Atlantic Championship. Over the weekend, Hack defended the title at Rev Pro against Shota Yumo in a match that will be airing on AEW Dark. Now, according to Khan, the plan is for the title to be defended differently than other belts in the company. Khan went on to say the following, We have a great All-Atlantic champion in PAC, and the way he's defending the title now, it's going to be a little different than the way some of our other championships are. PAC is defending the title all around the world. He's a fighting champion. We have a lot of fighting champions in AEW who are fighting on Dynamite and Rampage each week, and also on our pay-per-views. PAC won that title on a pay-per-view known as Forbidden Door, but we'll see if he comes back to America as the All-Atlantic champion because he's got scheduled title defenses overseas that I've already signed off on and I'm really encouraged to see how he does. For more information on Tony Khan and the All-Atlantic Championship and how it affects PAC, check out E-Wrestling News as there will be more information following. Now, so many things are happening in the world of professional wrestling. If you enjoy it, definitely continue following Headlines. It's your one-shot podcast that everyone is listening to. It's a podcast that's made daily so you can keep up with all the wrestling news without having to get on your phone or get on the web. We give you all the latest headlines from all the major promotions such as WWE, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, and so many more. With that being said, let's get back to the headlines. William Regal says his wife banned Chris Benoit from their home. Thomas Lawson is writing in at this hour. Well, William Regal has said that Chris Benoit was banned from his home by Regal's wife, who had a bad feeling about the disgraced former world champion. Benoit was trending on social media last week after comments made by Impact Knockout world champion Jordan Grace. Speaking on the Gentleman Villain podcast, Regal discussed Benoit and the rule that was laid down by his former wife. He would go on to say in a quote, my wife would not have Chris Benoit anywhere near our house. Eventually, Chris moved from six miles away from where I lived. Then he was with Nancy. Chris knew that he was not allowed anywhere near my house and, and nor was he allowed any of our social life 
either. Now, we still had a hello, how are you doing, but that was really about it. He understood the situation at my home and that he wasn't allowed, but we still occasionally saw one another. Now, of course, Chris Benoit is remembered by those days after murdering his wife and his child before taking his own life in 2007. For more information on William Regal, continue following E-Wrestling News as more information will be coming. Alberto Del Rio is chiming in. Thomas Lawson is reporting today. Alberto Del Rio on joining AEW. He says, I deserve to be in a major company. Well, former WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio has spoken about deserving a major spot in a wrestling company. Del Rio, a four-time WWE World Champion, was released in 2014, but returned in 2015, but then was released a year later. Speaking to Escoops, Del Rio spoke about his future and how he'd be open to signing with AEW if the opportunity presented itself. He would go on to say, I would be interested in going to AEW or any other major company. I deserve to be in a major company. Once it has been proven that I've always been telling the truth about these things, I don't know. I know that I deserve to be out there continuing to entertain and rebuild my legacy in the business that I love. I would love to be working for another major wrestling company. For more information on Alberto Del Rio, Thomas Lawson has this reporting right now over on E-Wrestling News. More information is coming in right now regarding Awesome Kong. Now, the former TNA, Impact, and AEW and WWE star Awesome Kong talks about her influences on other women and advocating for themselves in the world of wrestling. Recently, Awesome Kong spoke to Chris Van Vliet to discuss signing with WWE and how Steve Austin, Jim Ross, Mick Foley all personally contacted Vince McMahon about getting her signed. The former WWE, TNA, Impact, and AEW star also discussed trying to be a positive influence on women and advocating for them to get into the wrestling business. Now, here are some of the highlights on how becoming aware of who Awesome Kong was and how WWE found out who she was. Every girl who sends in tapes of their best matches to WWE, I was on all those tapes, those matches with me, but I never reached out to WWE. I never sent them a tape or anything. I had a plain idea of what I wanted to do. I was going out and I was going to do what I've always done. I had a plan, but I had to go out there and I had to do my part by calling and doing the spots that I needed to implement in my career. And that's what I did. Now, also on how women's wrestling has changed in recent years, she would go on to say, it's just wrestling now. It's not even necessarily women's wrestling. They're all just workers out there. They're going out and they're doing the deal. There used to be a women's where they were the popcorn matches and they would always put them on second second match so people could go to the bathroom or get their popcorn hence the term popcorn match and it's getting much more respect now where women are demanding more respect now on her influence on women and advocating for themselves nowadays i'd like to say i had a lot of influence on women advocating for themselves because in tna i would keep my mouth shut yet you'd think well maybe you gotta go out there maybe you gotta try to talk up the office a little bit but i couldn't understand why some of the things that were going on i was like that's backwards well you can't tell me that i'm supposed to do this or do that when gail and kong went out on the screen they got great pops and they got great numbers and they were spiking high and those numbers are the highest of the night now you can't tell me that i'm not worth x amount of money yes yes i am for more information on awesome kong and everything that she has to say about advocating for women in wrestling and speaking up for themselves to getting the places they truly deserve go ahead and follow that on e-wrestling news with that being said those are the major headlines that are trending right now in the world of pro wrestling like i said if you enjoy this podcast this is a daily podcast made for you the wrestling fan we cover all aspects of all different companies and we give you the latest headlines also remember this isn't the only program we have the front row material brand drops each and every friday we interview up-and-coming and legendary stars in the business and we also have overbook which is a book show where we go over chapter by chapter a wrestling book so you can enjoy it as well with that being said my name is mike freeland and i will catch you on the next episode of headlines the world of NLW Radio Network.
stops. 